The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another weekend edition of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. Thank you for joining us. My name is Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mr. Mike Fiella. Mike, welcome back. Where you been for two weeks? You were laying low, weren't you? Oh, we yeah. We miss you. But you know something? Laying low and your, your, your brain doesn't stop. Oh, wait, we got this coming up. We got that coming up. What about this? And I got My list is this long now, Steve, when we get off the air. What we got to no. <laughs> do? Doing good, though. For a guy that was laying low, though, you, you know, we were we were still texting back and forth. And, yes. Uh, but it's so good to see you back in your chair. I want yeah. to thank Scott Lackey for filling in on the last two weeks. Oh, yes. Um, you know, we had a, a couple unique shows, one where we talked about Scarlet rope um the the facility we just finished building in jackson tennessee to be used for uh, women who've been rescued from sex trafficking Uh and then we had a local pastor in buffalo new york we produced a show in western new york and want to thank uh, pastor uh, andre shep uh, clark for coming as well Uh, but mike a lot going on you know yes we are in the middle of the months that start with a j and and when you live in western (laughs) new york and 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 also when you live on the coast of america some things happen in June. Now, you probably, maybe you know this, but this week, okay, on Tuesday, that was the first day of hurricane season. June wow. 1st is the first. Yes. It runs from June 1st to the okay. end of November. And if you're just joining a stay, you're, you know, driving down the road and you just, you, you know, you, you, you landed on the station. Eight days of hope. We travel the country and we help families. Right after natural disasters, I mean, we we show up like the next day, and we come back six nine months later after we leave to rebuild homes for free. Yes. Eight thousand homes now have been rebuilt because of the volunteers of Eight Days of Hope, Mike. Eight thousand. Yeah, and I was and I was on the on the plane this morning, and I was thinking to myself how many homes we've rebuilt because of hurricanes. Okay. And and that is about um six fifty eight hundred six thousand of those homes were due to hurricanes, but also, of course, tornado and flooding and, and you know, other disasters as well. But here we are, Mike. It's uh, the next three, four weeks, our head's on yeah. a swivel because the one thing about hurricanes, though, you have about three, four, five days that you know something's coming versus a tornado. Right. You it know, just shows up. Yeah, you have <laughs> bad night. weather, and an hour later, you know, you, you've got a twister on the ground. Um, but yeah, it's it's about well, to go. And it's a little hair pulling when, as you're following the the hurricanes. Particularly, it's it's going to hit land, then it's not going to hit right away. It's going to you know be a certain you know velocity, and then is that what they call it? Levels. levels. There's different okay. levels. It's all right. You're I, I'm learning. There's right? le- <laughs> one one to five. Okay. People don't realize that Katrina, the most costly storm ever, was a three. And, okay. and right when it hit land, it, it dropped down. But the wind damage uh, right. was was immense. And then, of course, New Orleans, the flooding mm-hmm. in, in New Orleans. But, Mike, you know, this is going to be a busy year, uh, summer for us because we're also launching our mass feeding arm. We are. And mm-hmm. the mass feeding arm, if, if you like working in the kitchen, you own a restaurant, you've, you've worked as a chef, um, you've led a food organization, Pay attention for the next minute. We really are looking for a person to join the 8 Days of Hope leadership team. Mike, the uh, the mass feeding unit will make up to 8,000 8, meals. I knew you were going to say that. That per, is so exciting. Per meal. Per, per Yeah, so if you right. wanted, you could do 8,000 lunches, 8,000 dinners, but you can mix it up, fourth, you know, whatever. But we're ready to deploy that probably around August 1st. 
8,000 meals a day for up to eight days. That's 64,000 meals. And just think about the cost of the meals. Mm-hmm. Even if you get that cost down to like 350, 375 a meal, um, food right. prices have gone through right. the roof. Oh, my sure. gosh. And, and the thing is, this can be deployed without an eight days of hope, whether it's a rebuild or we're not or whatever we're doing. Rapid it can response. Be, rapid response. It can be used solely by itself. Yeah, so like Mayfield, Kentucky, we were there over Christmas time. We were there for four weeks. But let's just say while we're there serving with our rapid response, there's a tornado that hits Birmingham. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, there's flooding that happens Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Very quickly, we can send our mass feeding team. We'll park right. at a local church, share the gospel by, by bringing people food, the most basic thing we all need. Mm. And uh, we're really excited. So if you're interested in joining the team, email yes. us at info, I-N-F-O at 8dayshope.com, info at 8dayshope.com. We're going to start the interviewing process in just a couple of weeks, but we're excited. Hey, today, speaking about adding people to the team, we've got a couple amazing guests. The first guest, Mike, is going to be... Um, Reagan Ayers. Okay. Reagan uh, started with Eight Days of Hope, like Wednesday. I mean, she's Wednesday. Yeah, she'll be running the place in about a month. You know how that <laughs> works. But yeah, she just oh, started yes. this week. She's our communications director, so she's going to be overseeing all of our communications that go in or out between us and volunteers and and and, and the media, the social media sites, the website. So she's got a lot of oh, response. My. She just graduated from Mississippi State. She's okay. a bulldog. Oh wow! So if you live in Ohio, like what's a bulldog? Well, that's what they—that's the nickname for Mississippi State. You right. didn't know that, did you? I didn't. I'm, I'm learning. How did you not know? That? I am learning. I'm learning a lot today. Well, that's your—that's your second part of the country. Yeah, I mean, no, you're right. You know, so. You're right. But um, Reagan Ayers is going to be joining us, talking a little bit about communications and how you know how do you communicate with a national ministry? Right. You know, you got to look for different ways because. Not everybody picks up a newspaper. Not everybody turns on a radio. Not everybody has a Facebook account. You know, not everybody reads mm. their emails. That's pretty gutsy to go from college to a major, you know, ministry <laughs> I, like I, this. I, like, oh, I'm just going to join the team. Yeah, oh, you kidding that's me? right. That's right. Just, we're going <laughs> to baptize her. Just throw her right oh, in, my. right in there. Um, and then our second guest today is going to be uh, Eva Go. Eva's been with us, I think, once before, but she she was at the project at Scarlet Rope in Jackson, Tennessee. Yes. She's one of the 35 skilled volunteers. Okay. She's an amazing hard worker. She's got a great heart for the Lord. Mm. And uh, she's going to join us and give us a quick update. You know, we just wrapped that up last week. Yes, yes. And before we move on to the next safe house, <laughs> um, wanted to hear uh, wanted to hear from a lady, too. Sure. You know, a lot of people think that when you travel with Eight Days Hope, you've got to be, you know, a 40-year-old male contractor. <laughs> That's not the case. Families are, we, man, we love families. Sure. Uh, our best workers are handy women, to be honest. Absolutely. Eva, she's a machine. Oh, she like gets up and she goes after it. You just stay, you know, she gets her nailing gun going. Doom, doom, Absolutely. Doom, and I stay away. Well, that's the first thing I saw when we did the safe house here in, in Buffalo. I walked in and there was like uh, s- several ladies had their knee pads on and they're doing. <laughs> they were, where, where's the guys yeah. here? <laughs> Mike's looking for the lunch table. Yeah. Hey, where's the where's the food? <laughs> Are there any snacks today? Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, so this summer we have something coming up in Buffalo. So let, let's just go over the calendar real quick over the next couple of months. So we just left Scarlet Rope, which is a safe house. It was our ninth facility um, that we actually built for uh, for those who've been rescued from sex trafficking. We do this for free. In July, we have a one-off project in western New York. So if you're listening in southern Ontario, Rochester, heck, if you're listening in Kansas City, come to Buffalo. Our city here is going through some tough times, and they really need to see some love. We, we, We 
You just need to see Jesus. And so if you can come, that's July 16th to the 23rd. Mm -hmm. Free, we provide food and lodging. You just have to get here. If you fly in, we'll pick you up at the airport. Come for two days, three days, all eight days. But that's July 16th to the 23rd. And you'll be here for that. And I will. And that's going to spill into Kingdom Kingdom Bound. Yeah, right. So we're a partner at Christian music festivals around the country. In fact, next weekend in Iowa and in Missouri, Rise Fest in Iowa and Resound Fest in Missouri, those are the first two Christian music festivals that we're going to be sponsoring. So you're going to see a couple videos uh, up on the video screens if you attend. If you live in the region, come on out. Oh, my gosh. If you've never been to a Christian music festival, come on out. We're going to be there. You'll meet some friends from 8 Days of Hope. I think we've got like 28 to go to. 28? Yeah, I, I haven't asked you, Mike, but you know there is one or two that we could use some help. I we have one in bags, Pennsylvania. I got my bags packed already. Come yeah. on. Are you going to hang out with King and Country like I saw you that one day? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and we're going to show a video for our Safe House Ministry. We just launched it on our YouTube channel last week. It's with Darren Mulligan. We are messengers. Uh, he okay. did a great job. And I was I was texting him. I said, hey, brother, we want to show this on a national TV show. Uh, actually, just aired this week. And I said, can we have your permission? You know, and he's in Ireland. <laughs> he's like, he's like oh, really? texting me, hey, man, I'm in Ireland. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so can we show the video? No. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, so check out the, the – if you go to our website and look for the uh, music festival page, and you will see all the festivals that we're going to be at around the country – and uh, we're going to have some stage presence at some of them. And sure. we're just going to be sharing about what God's doing and, and ask you to sign up for our email alerts. And you can do no, that at, at our website or stopping by the booth. No better um, way to get this the word out. People love music. They love Christian music. They come to the festivals. And Eight Days of Hope is really a family event when you come down to it. It, it really is, especially our rebuild trips. And, Mike, we're already working on a rebuild trip. Actually... There is a chance, I don't know if it's 30% or 60%, it's somewhere between, I'd say, 40 and 60%. Mike, we could have two more rebuild trips this year. We've never done two. three in a year. Yeah, I know. Mm. Mike's a board member, and he's just hearing this for the I'm first taking, time. <laughs> I'm taking notes here. Okay. Where, okay. Where, where, no. <laughs> so, you know, we're going We're going to try to see if God opens the doors in Kentucky with the tornadoes they had in the Mayfield, uh, Paducah area. Great. And so we have a meeting upcoming. Be praying for that. Okay. Um, we have a meeting here, gosh, this week. And then uh, we're, we're, we'd love to go back to Lake Charles, Louisiana. You know, Hurricane mm-hmm. Delta, Laura, and, and flooding and snow and everything else. They had ice down there last year, not snow, but oh ice. It, it was crazy at flooding. It and was. So we'll, we'll see what God does. That's incredible to think that's never happened. But uh... Yeah, that has never happened. And then August, we have a four-week project in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We're going to help Tim Tebow and their foundation build their first safe house. Safe house. And so the Ooh. team's excited about that. And then again, a couple of rebuild trips and... Uh, hurricane season and rapid response and feeding ministry and so how's it going to work if a hurricane hits in between all of this well i mean that's the good news you know god's blessed us with millions of dollars of equipment 180 volunteer leaders yes. they're spread out around the country so we can be in pennsylvania you know helping out with flood relief yeah. while we're building a safe house in chattanooga while we're helping out with a hurricane uh, in in Louisiana, and I'm not wishing that on Louisiana. Louisiana needs like a couple years off. Yeah, they've they had do. a couple rough years. They, they have. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's been. Uh, 
you know, just the last trip that we, we were on and just see, well, there's a, just a real vibrant spirit. These people bounce back. Oh, yeah, they're resilient. But, uh, You're yeah, right. Yeah, really. But to, just to think about getting hit a couple of times. I know. A, I know. It's really... I know. We we hope that it takes a break. But hey, c- go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, if you've never been there. Sign up for our email alerts, and wherever we go, we'll invite you to come with us. We're not going to blow up your email. We're not going to ask for money every other day. That's not who we are. But we, we believe that God has, has asked us. Mm-hmm. We're, in essence, 8 Days Hope is a conduit for the volunteer that's looking to use their gifts. So if you're looking to do something with food and you're interested in that feeding manager role, um, be a full-time person with 8 Days of Hope, Email us, call us, let us know. We'd love to talk to you. But again, sign up for our email alerts. A lot going on, Mike. Oh, I'm telling you. Um, where, do, How do we stay on top of this? <laughs> yeah, right, right. We, <laughs> we do. We don't. It's all well, God. It's God all does. God, God yeah. does. These 180 volunteer leaders are amazing. Hey, and I want to thank some of our national partners, like American Family Radio, mm-hmm. where most of the people are listening uh, the show today. On, on AFR or on our website, uh, but also so thankful for WDCX and the Crawford Crawford Broadcasting System for mm-hmm. allowing us to uh, to produce the show and air it in Western New York, Southern Ontario. But I also think about Barnes Crossing Auto Group. Man, if you live in Tennessee, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and you're looking for a car, a truck, I mean, that's where we get all of our trucks. These guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barnes Crossing Auto Group, uh, they're based in Tupelo, Mississippi, where our national headquarters is based. But if you're looking for a vehicle, you can trust them. I mean, they love the Lord. Uh, they love doing mission work with Eight Days Hope. Oh, They're yes. amazing. Uh, and also, a shout out to Renaissance Bank. Here's a publicly traded bank that um, believes in what we're doing, and 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 they have branches Stands in multiple states us. down south yeah. as well. You know, I was looking at the calendar. Can I? Are we doing that golf thing this year again? We are. Thank you for reminding me. I oh just my gosh. About that. Yes, that's coming up. Oh, and you know what? After break, we're going to find the date for that because it's on our Facebook page. Okay. And I know it's coming up in in a couple weeks. Oh, he's mouthing, Mike, we heard you. He said July 10th. No, no, it's July 9th. I July think. 9th, okay. Okay. I read the lip syncing on the July, but I get to that. July 9th. Hey, if you live in Northeast Mississippi within a couple hours, every dollar we raise at the golf outing uh, goes to support our missionaries. There's 15 missionaries that don't get a penny from eight days open. They travel the country with us. and So please support that. And if you can't make it, just you know maybe be a sponsor. Yeah. Send a $100 check and sponsor whole. Oh, but Sounds it's July good. 9th uh, in Tupelo, Mississippi. Awesome. Thanks. I'll donate. Mike, Mike, you don't, you don't Mike, want to see me on a golf course. Is it almost time for a break, Mike? Oh, is it? Okay, let's do it then. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what. When we come back, we're going to have Reagan Ayers with us, the communications director for 8 Days of Hope. Thank you for joining us today. Please, for more information about the ministry, go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. During the past 16 years, over 8,000 families have experienced the hope of Jesus following a natural disaster through the help of almost 45,000 volunteers. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring safety and healing to survivors of human trafficking. The Rapid Response Ministry has been busier than ever with 44 deployments over the last 18 years. And then this year, we're excited to announce a brand new focus, mass feeding. When a disaster hits across the country, our mass feeding ministry will show up and serve those who have lost everything, families who are hungry and simply need a chance to enjoy a hot meal. The goal is simple, to provide up to 8,000 meals every day for up to eight days for this community. It's free to volunteer with 8 Days of Hope. We provide the food and lodging. All you have to do is show up and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please go to 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia 
a manufacturer of residential exterior building products, Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details. And each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at Provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A.com. I speak the name of Jesus over you In your hurting, in your sorrow I will ask my God to move I speak the name cause it's all that I can do In desperation I'll seek heaven And pray this for you Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thank you to the listeners today. Listening up in Wisconsin and Minnesota, Mike, we get some amazing texts. I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiello. We got a couple emails this week from our okay. friends in Minnesota and Iowa just saying how much they enjoy this show. And actually, one of them, Mike, said, we miss Mike. Really? Yes. I was trying to figure out if you like did email us. Or maybe your wife did, or well, someone I, did. I, I, sent a, I, I sent a memo out to a <laughs> no, few people to make no, me look good. <laughs> no, no, no. They were saying how much they like like listening to the show, and oh, great. so thankful. And also our friends in Ohio as well. So welcome. Welcome to eight, uh, Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Today we're going to be talking to a couple people. The first guest today, Mike, is Reagan Ayers. Reagan okay. is joining the organization, just joined the organization this week. I mean, right. today's June 4th, so this is it. She's on board, and... Like I said earlier, she'll be running. She'll be running oh, the show in about another two weeks. Just, uh, I, I'm looking forward to speaking with her too. She introduced herself to me when I was in Laplace, oh, and I just right. it was just a moment of yeah, a right fit at the right time, and I didn't even hardly didn't know her other than that introduction. So I'm looking forward to her contribution to Eight Days of Hope. Interesting thing is, uh, she volunteered like as a I don't say a kid. But, you know, as a young teenager, we'll find out from her when, when her first trip was. But um, but she's a lady now, and she's got a degree, and she loves communicating. You know what? Let's bring her on. Let's bring her Reagan on. Reagan yeah. Ayers, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on today. Oh, yeah, you're so sweet for joining us. You're calling from Mississippi. Is it humid down there and hot, or what's it look like today? It feels really good today. There's a nice breeze. I'm actually in Myrtle today, so oh, it feels okay. really good. Ooh. Mike's like, where's Myrtle? Myrtle's north of, of Tupelo, Mississippi. Mike. Only Myrtle I know is Myrtle Beach, but okay. <laughs> she's, on, she's on vacation already? Yeah. <laughs> so, Reagan, uh, before we get into uh, First Time Eight Days of Hope, your role, how you're going to use communications to share what God is doing through this ministry, um, when is the... F- f- Tell us a little bit about you. I mean, where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? You got a degree. Tell us a little bit about your your background. Well, so I actually grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi, and I was born and raised in the same church my whole life. And so um, that's actually where I met um, the Tiber family and first got um, introduced to Eight Days of Hope. And um, so I grew up in Tupelo, Mississippi. It's northern Mississippi. I... Um, I'm the youngest of three children, 
And I followed in my sister's footsteps and went to Mississippi State University. And I just graduated um, on May 13th, Friday the 13th, and (laughs) with communication in communication. And um, that's a little bit of my background. And yeah. So, Reagan, tell us how how did it come about that you go from school now you're with a national ministry eight days of hope <laughs> what kind of what drew you that way and how did that how did that how did that form when i was younger i said that i wanted to travel and do christian ministry and i really did not know what that looked like um but god opened the door for eight days of hope um, to be in my life, and now I'm going to be able to travel and do ministry, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about that. So just to, to be transparent, the Tibers, so that's my last name, our family, and the heirs, Reagan heirs, that's her last name of her family, mm-hmm. our families were really good friends for many, many years in Tupelo, and um, her older brother played some sports with my sons and okay. vice versa, and Reagan, actually, I remember Reagan in Awana, Mike. Do you, do you ever hear oh, of the Awana, Awana program? program in, yeah, in church, so yeah. yeah, so I was like one of the what do they what do they what do they call them the the, the commanders? Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> there was my me and another young lady. She was we were the commanders, and I remember Reagan in Awana. Reagan, that goes way back, girl. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> yes, and I actually knew Steve as Chef Boy R. Steve. Okay, so oh, yeah, all right, all right, here we go. Here's, let's here's let's, the talk, dirt. let's yeah. talk about this. Here's the dirt. So I'd come out and and you know you give a lesson and I wanted to make it interesting. So I I developed a character, and I came out as a chef and I'd come out and I would use like some fun. You know, I'd be throwing flour in the air. You know, hello, hello, this is Chef Boyar Steve. Ha ha, wee wee. I mean, that was my introduction every single week. These kids, Mike. I mean, they were, I don't know if they were traumatized, but they were looking at me with their eyes wide open, flowers going in the air, but I would find a way to use use that in sharing the message. And so, now Reagan had a nickname, but I promised her I will never say her nickname, and I and I, I thought we had an agreement she would never say Chef Boyer Steve, but you could do that, Reagan, you're okay. So we go way back, we go, we go way back, Reagan. Uh, when was your first trip with Eight Days of Hope? So when Smithville got hit, Smithville, Mississippi got hit with a tornado, I remember I was a young kid, and I think I handed out water um, while people were working. Wow. That's what I remember. So sweet. Wow. So what are you thinking now? You're on staff, <laughs> yeah. okay? And tell us a little bit about what you're thinking, what your hopes are, and what are some of your, your job description? you got yeah, a lot go. of responsibility. Yeah. Communications director, that sounds important. Oh, yeah. And it is. It is. <laughs> so, Reagan, yeah, walk us down that path. Okay. So... I will be over the social media. I'll also be doing some marketing materials designing. I'll be working on the website, supporting staff and leaders during trips, and also during outreaches, doing photography. Um, So for me, social media is bringing the people together. It's communicating with people worldwide and sharing the gospel, bringing hope to them um, through our social media platforms. It was really incredible to me while I was in Laplace, and I don't know if y'all want to talk about that at any point, but I got to go to Laplace for a little while, and I met some amazing people, and it just, it brought it together in my mind and my heart of how big the family of God is, and that we just, 
we only see a little part of it. But being able to communicate with those people on online is such a gift. And so continuing to bring people hope through the online ministry, through Eight Days of Hope, is such a joy. So Reagan, you you got a lot on your plate because you know you were you were sharing your list and Mike was putting his arms wider and wider and wider <laughs> like that's a big list, <laughs> sure. right? A lot of responsibility. So it on is. social media alone, Mike, mm-hmm. I think we have somewhere around total. I'm gonna say thirty thousand, maybe even more than that, followers. Really? And so you know it's it's responding to their questions. It's it's encouraging when we can't help them if they have a a unique mm-hmm. situation. You know sometimes we'll get emails or social media posts, hey, I have cancer, I need help with my roof, I live mm-hmm. in the middle of Illinois. Now, we, we try to direct them down a path to try to find help, but of course, sure. so just letting them know that you can't do that. But, right. you know, the website, you know, Mike, I know you go, you right now you're looking at the website. Mm-hmm. The website is, it's simple, but it's very complex, but everything from there. posting the videos to, you know, uh, the the media alerts, uh, updating the website mm-hmm. when we when we go somewhere, we launch somewhere. Um, and of course, uh, our press releases. So, Reagan, when are you going to sleep? <laughs> I mean, come on, girl. You got a lot on your plate. I do, but I'm very excited about it. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like you have a great, I can tell already just uh, a little bit we've talked, great organizational skills. And you put that with your, I just see such a passion that you have for like people. And this is going to go a long way. And Steve's smiling going, I hired the right person, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, 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 out of all the things that you're going to be asked to do, Reagan, what, what do you think, Where's the biggest opportunity for a ministry like Eight Days of Hope? I mean, people are listening today. You know, while you and I were talking, I just got a text from Hannah. Hannah Fletcher oversees our safe house ministry, Yes, Mike. And mm-hmm. last week on the broadcast, we shared that we have a document for parents to give them the 30 or 40 apps that you want to watch and not have your kids have it on their phone. Okay. She said, hey, people are listening. I just got a text while Reagan was talking. Um I have over 30 emails of people wanting that list from that us. List. Oh my. Um, so when you look, when you hear about things like that, Reagan, where do you think is the biggest opportunity for the ministry and for you to communicate? Is it social media? Is it video? Is it all the above? What does it look like? Right now, I think definitely the social media, the Facebook is, is very vibrant and there's a very big audience on the Facebook. So I believe that reaching people, through the Facebook is essential. I also think through radio. So what you guys are doing is just amazing and being able to share the word through, through words and on radio is, is very beneficial and helpful and essential to the ministry. And it also brings voices together and people actually hear us rather than just seeing it on social media. So I think the combo of Facebook, the website, and radio. Those are the biggest places. Mm. What do you enjoy the most? I mean, based on what you've done in college, and do you enjoy writing? Do you enjoy shooting video and pictures? Do you like editing? What What is, like, what do you like? Yes, I get to do this today. Mm. I love interacting with people, so probably the photography aspect of everything. But I also enjoy a bit of writing. I took a writing class this last semester, and so far it's helped me a lot coming into working with Eight Days of Hope. Hmm. Talking to Reagan Ayer, she's the new communications director for Eight Days of Hope, just joining the team this past week, actually. And I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiello. Thank you for joining Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope, where we try to share some God-sized stories from the mission field 
I got a story for you, Reagan, and you might know this. Did you see just this past week the picture of the gentleman that came to sing during the outreach? Did you did you see any of that? So I so during applause is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, remember the gentleman like Frank Sant. He came up saying New York, New York. Frank Sinatra. He guy. sounds just like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Do, do you remember? Do you remember? Oh him? yes, I do. Yes. Okay. Did you see what happened this week? No. Okay. So let's tell the listeners, Mike, because you this were there. This is awesome. Right. This is awesome. So, yeah. so go ahead. Why don't you describe a little bit about the you know the, the elderly gentleman, well, his wife, and first. This guy comes in. It, well, he's got to be in his just early nineties, I think. Yeah, so, and, we're, and we're helping him rebuild his house. Absolutely, and uh, he wanted to give back to us, so he he wanted to sing for us. And, and he comes in looking like Frank Sinatra. Yeah. His wife even was dressed up like that, but just such a gracious gentleman. And he gets up and he. He sang a couple songs, and you thought Frank was standing right in front of you. He thanked everybody for working on his house, and then uh, it was just awesome. And then yeah. I, I hear later, I'll let you tell the other. Well, side. he fell in love with the ministry, and he fell in love with New Wine, you know, New Wine Fellowship Church, um, that we were, you know, based out of in Laplace, Louisiana. So he joins the church, Reagan. He joined the church, and then him and his wife in their early nineties about three weeks ago, fell on their knees and gave their hearts to Jesus. And then last week, That's they get amazing. baptized. So there's pictures of them getting baptized on, yes. on the way. Yes. This is the guy that was singing. Yes. And remember, guy, you know, Mike, here's a guy that comes up and says, hey, can I sing a song? You know that the answer is no, because you don't know what you're going to get, right? But I tell you what, that was a blessing to so many people. Absolutely. Seeing that great news. And, and you know, the little bit. That's ba- phenomenal. Yeah, and the, the, the fact he's led to the Lord. But, you know, when I back up, when I first saw that picture, I said, I almost thought he was a Christian already. We didn't talk about no. that, but he came up to the soundboard where I was, yeah. and he was just such a gentleman sure. and just so um, appreciative of being there. So this is exciting. Reagan, you were in Laplace. What's the memory that you hold on to from Laplace? Is there something that happened while you were there, something you saw, just maybe something that God did in you, through you, while you were serving during 8 Days of Hope 17? Yes. So I was there for three full days. And the first day that I was there was check-in. So people were arriving. The second full day was when we started doing outreach. And I got to go work on painting the exterior of a gymnasium at a park. And I just remember that was a key moment for me because I was able to make so many sweet friendships while I was there, while we were working. Mm. And that stuck out to me, just seeing people's hearts. And they were people that were, they lived in Laplace. And so they came out um, to help during the outreach, too. It wasn't just the volunteers from around the country, but it was people right there, too. And that was, that stuck out to me. And, and it, to me, again, people are huge in my life, but lifelong friendships and that, that really, really stuck out to me because, I, I mean, I still have um, some friends that I made there that I have their phone number, and we've texted back and forth. Mm. And part so of, that, that's part, really empower, empowering. Part of the 8 Days Hope family, Reagan, that's what happens. I mean, you're going to make friends mm-hmm. all over the country, which is kind of cool because if you're ever driving through Oklahoma and you have a flat tire, you, know, <laughs> you, you just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, got to call Trevor know. over there in, sure. in, in right. Tulsa to come over and, and help you out. Exciting. Reagan, we only got another minute left. What is the thing that you're most excited about uh, with this new adventure, being the communications director of 8 Days of Hope? I'm excited to see what God is doing 
all throughout the world. It's so much bigger than us, and I'm so excited to be a part of it and be a part of this ministry specifically, being able to meet so many people and other ministries and encourage them. That's what I'm most excited for, being able to to be involved with the people and loving and serving them. Mm. Love it, love it. Mike, we can't let Reagan go. I mean, she's she, you know she's been employed for a whopping four days, right? Yeah, but we, yes. we, you know, I, I know the team. We, we our staff meetings. We pray in the beginning. We pray at the end. But before we let her go, can you can you pray for Reagan, especially in this new uh, step of definitely, faith here? Definitely, Father. I'm going to say what Reagan just said. Uh, this is much bigger than us, and though this job might be seen overwhelming at times, and so much and things, so many moving parts so fast. I thank you for giving her this position because you've designed her to be in this place. Thank you for giving her wisdom and insight, peace and patience and great creativity to reach those for Christ through eight days of hope and the task that you have put on her plate. Thank you that she stepped up and she's and just following the call of God on her life for eight days of hope in Jesus name. Bless her. Amen. 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 Well, Reagan, thank you so much. I hope you have a good weekend. Thank you. Y'all too. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, God bless you, girl. We'll talk to you soon. Reagan Ayer is the communications director um, with Eight Days of Hope. So, um, yeah. Wow. She's, um, and you know what I like? You know, she's, is she a millennial? If you're in your mid 20s, what is that? Or early, you know, we don't do ages with women. Yeah, but she just graduated college. Where right. is that? Generation. Whatever. We're going to figure that out, too. Uh, We're two old guys just trying to to figure out. (laughs) What day is it? I don't know. (laughs) It's Saturday, Mike. It's Saturday. (laughs) Hey, thank you for joining us here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s Hope. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Eva Goh. Eva Goh is one of our volunteer leaders, and she is a handy woman, and she can do just about everything. And she just left Jackson, Tennessee, as we were helping Scarlet Rope build a facility to be used by women who've been rescued from sex trafficking. When we come back, we'll talk to Eva. Thanks for joining us. You listen to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Do you know the fastest growing crime in America and across the world is human trafficking? We're talking about millions of lives, even children. You know, I know it's not a fun subject to talk about, but God has called the church to take off its blinders and end this human tragedy. And this isn't only just happening in Las Vegas or New Orleans or overseas. This is happening right here in our backyards. You know, God has opened the door for us to partner with existing ministries across the country who are serving survivors of human trafficking. And for 14 days and sometimes longer, we take skilled volunteers, tradesmen and women, come together to help build or remodel facility for free to provide a safe place to get the emotional, physical and spiritual healing that survivors need. This year, we have projects around the country. We're going to be doing framing and drywall, painting, electrical work, and so much more. And so if you're skilled in a trade, please contact us at safehouse at 8dayshope.com or for more information, go to the website 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Stories that have 
proved your faithfulness. I've seen miracles my mind can't comprehend. There is beauty in what I can't understand. Jesus, it's you. Jesus, it's you. Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Brandon Lake, Too yes. Good to Be True. That song's been out for a while, but it still is a good one. Resonates. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a it's a good one. And it's going to win a couple awards this year, I think, in 2022 from some of the award companies. Yeah. Do you give out awards, Mike? I, I do. Um, do you? For those who make the biggest meal and they place it in front of me. and uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. You no. Know. no, but, uh, but, you know, artists like... Uh, they they just they need those awards and not necessarily need them but they it gives them that recognition because they got such a great ministry he's a great songwriter yeah he is a very great and that's where the money's in too in the music industry Mike more the writing than the singing but more on that another day (laughs) hey thanks for joining us we're going to share some God-sized stories from the mission field in this segment because our guest is Eva Go Eva is one of our volunteer leaders one of God's volunteer leaders, not ours. Uh, She lives in the great state of Texas, and Mm -hmm. she travels the country with us. And she she is everywhere. Every time I turn around, she's either working in the kitchen, she's got a nail gun in her hand, she's got a microphone, something. She can do it all. Welcome, Eva. Uh, How are you, girl? Hi, Steve. Hi, Mike. I'm doing fantastic. I just got home last night from Tennessee, from Tennessee, Mississippi, actually. Yes. Oh. So you were at Scarlet Rope, and, and you've been a guest on our show before, but I think what we want to do today is we just want to hear from a woman's perspective the, the need for that home and then how you were able, what was done in those 10 days that we were there and your involvement, because so many people out there uh, falsely think, well, you got to be a contractor. you got to be a 45-year-old guy with a crew of seven be part of the safe house ministry. But Eva, man, I've seen you work. Girl, you don't even slow down. I mean, you say hello, you're kind, but then you're right back at it. So why don't you fill in some of those gaps? Uh, I love what I do. I was slated to be there the second week on the roofing part of the project. But by the time I got there, they were actually taking a day off because the team was ahead of schedule by a couple of days. And I had texted a friend early on and said, hey, where are you on everything? And they said, well, We've gotten maybe seven-eighths of the roofing done. And I said, are you talking about decking or are you talking about shingles? And he said, shingles. I said, you are kidding me. I couldn't believe it. But I said, I'm coming anyway. Uh, I was blessed to be there for five days, got in three power pack days of working, Mm. and um, just loved the work. As far as being a female 
on a side is always very interesting. On a on the funny side of it, I always enter in on a new site and I get mansplained by many people. <laughs> Wait, what, what does mansplain mean? That means they see a woman and it's like, are you bringing a refreshment or how are you helping Ooh, us today? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Ouch. Not a date days of hope, it's, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not always that case. Uh, a funny thing that um, one of the guys said on the previous trip said to a bunch of other guys who met me, he said, hey, she's a lot handier than she looks. And I said, <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Ouch. So... I get that all the time, and it just kind of rolls off my back. It's great humor. But I I uh, so encourage women to get involved. I think every woman should know how to use power tools, should be carrying a knife, and know what to do with it. Mm. And I mean that in a utilitarian way, but there are so many opportunities for women to work. They're not all contractors on site. And you can be doing power stuff like loading shingles and roofing to – uh, some of the things on the ground like flashing and even cleaning up, those are all important aspects of the work, and nothing is more than the other because it takes a group effort. So I encourage people of all skill sets to go. I know that we do want more skilled folks on these these safe houses, but there are so many things that need to be done, um, and I love it when I see other women on site working. So this facility is about 5,000 square feet, maybe a touch underneath it. And it's going to be used by four women who've been rescued from trafficking. And in about 10 days, Mike, when they showed up, there was a concrete slab and the mechanicals sticking out of the concrete. And when I stopped by there this past week, I think they they were wrapping up that day. Mm -hmm. Um, Eva, I mean, they framed the entire – these are volunteers. Mm -hmm. They framed the entire building. Mm. They put the sheathing on on the roof. They, you know, put the underlayment. They put – Shingles. How many squares of shingles, Eva? Do you even know how many squares of shingles? Uh, I think it was near 90. It was an amazing. Oh my. So Thank on a 612 pitch, so this mm. is, you had a toe boarded. You just can't walk around. Right. You know, they're, they're, it's a little harder, it's a little harder on your body. Mm-hmm. But they put all the shingles on. Then they said, you know, we're ahead of schedule. They installed all the windows mm. and then went back and got more work and said, what else do you want us to do? They said, well, can you do the soffit? The soffit, you know, the vinyl soffit and the porches and, and underneath. Right, right. And would you even hang the doors? And it was yes, yes, and yes. Eva, mm. the place looked amazing. Yes. there. Uh, and I want to correct that the pitch was 9-12. Okay. It was, okay. 6 9-12. What's the big deal? It's a big deal. It is. <laughs> it is, yes, it is it a is. big deal for a roofer. So sure. what nine twelve yes. means is that... If if you put a ruler flat on the on, on on the table, just laying down, it took another ruler and you lifted it up in the air and you measured that space nine inches. I mean, you have to. That is a very hard roof to do. Absolutely. Yes, I will never throw away an old couch cushion again because those <laughs> those were our best friends on the roof. It was pretty comical. The pace was a little bit slower just because you had to watch sure. your step. Sure. But definitely the steepest roof. So um, I have been on. Explain the couches, because even that, I don't think some people would, would know what you mean by the sponges and all that. Mm-hmm. So because of the, the steep incline, the, your stepping is very precarious, and different safety uh, procedures, things are put in place, like um, toe boards and things where you nail in a two-by-four, and you almost create a little bit of a stair stepping on the roof so you could step up. But after that, uh, you're you're still moving around a lot. So we take the foam cushions out of old mm. couches, and those just provide great friction on the 
on the roof or walking or kneeling or laying at some point uh, mm. to just be sure that you're careful and uh, stable sure. on the roof. So, Eva, I'm just curious, where, where did you get some of this uh, background from, this knowledge and, and just experience? Man, it is on-the-job training, and uh, that's another encouragement to folks. A lot of people feel like they can't come, whether it's a rapid response or a safe house or a rebuild, that they can't come unless they have some knowledge and skill sets. But so much of what I've learned, most of what I've learned, has just been on the job. I think the most important thing you need to come with is a willing heart, uh, what my friend used to call being fat, faithful, available, teachable. And when you come in with that attitude, people just show you how to do things. You learn, you pick it up, and you continue to build your little tool belt that God gives you so that you can keep growing and moving on to more and more different things. So I've learned from doing it just over the years with some incredible people who are kind enough and patient enough to teach me. And they're multiplying, and now I get to do it too. So I get to teach folks, and there's great satisfaction in that. You're listening to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope travels the country and helps out families rebuild their homes for free after disasters. But we also have an arm where we build safe places for women and children rescued from sex trafficking. If you want more information, you can email us or just sign up for our email alerts. Go to 8dayshope.com, submit your email address, and we'll let you know wherever we're going. Now, on the safe houses, you have to be skilled and you have to be 18 and so uh, if you're interested in, in joining that arm of the ministry, email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com and someone will get back to you. There's a background check. There'll be some questions uh, about skill levels. But in August, we're going to be in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Mike. Have you ever yes. been to Chattanooga? I have been through there and not to it spend any pretty. time. It's a nice part of the country. Yes. Yeah. I'm Beautiful. Sorry. Yeah. Beautiful. It is beautiful. We're going to be down there working with the Tim Tebow Foundation. Now, will you be going on that project, Eve? I know you've been traveling a lot with 8 Days of Hope lately. Um, your family probably wants to see you here and there, but you have any plans of being part of that project? Uh, absolutely. I will tell you, um, these trips mean so much to me, not only in uh, restoring hope to folks and just making a positive imprint out there, but just for me, it's, it's so satisfying to be able to make a very quick and obvious quantitative, qualitative, positive impact on a community and people. Mm -hmm. So I find the work very satisfying. I'll tell you that my husband's going to Belgium in a month and he asked me to go with him and I said, nope. I'm saving my days for an Eight Days of Hope trip. <laughs> All right. Blame Mike on that one. He says, hey, who's who's leading Eight Days of Hope these days? Give him Mike Fiala's number. I'll give it to you when we're on break. <laughs> so oh, it's it. either Chattanooga, Tennessee, building a safe house for children, by the way. Ooh. This facility is going to be used for children. Right. And I know that what you just heard, if you just join us for the first time ever, you're like, children sex trafficked in America? We're going to be careful here because you might have kids in the car, but the answer is yes. And the need is huge. It's the fastest growing crime in the world. Eva, when I was walking through the facility this week that you guys built, it was beautiful. The workmanship, Mike, was mm. unbelievable. Sure. I mean, like professionals. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It a is. contractor came by. They, they have a, a contractor that's kind of overseeing the project because we come in, we do our thing, and we go home. And he's like, Steve, I'll, I'll hire you guys to do my work any day of the week. Um, he didn't mention me, but he said the other ones. <laughs> what I like, Eva, going through the place that was framed, people, volunteers, had wrote scripture verses on those two-by-fours and on those headers. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you were a part of that, but when you're working there and you see that, what goes through your mind? 
Oh, yes, I, I always write scripture as I'm working as well, and that is significant. It represents the fact that everything that's going into this place, it's not just a physical structure, but the Spirit of God is in this place. Hmm. People are working, they're praying, and they're laying a foundation uh, for a place that is going to be taking care of people for for a long time and making generational impact. So I love that we do that. It's very symbolic. I believe that the Word of God goes into that place and stays there and will manifest that place as long as everyone sure. is seeking the Lord and that great things will be done there. I love it. Hmm. Mike, as you know, we have a major safe house project uh, starting this fall in Ohio. So if you're listening today and you live in West Virginia, upstate New York, Ohio, Michigan, uh, we're going to be leading that project from start to end. It's going to be like a six, seven-month project. It's the biggest one we've done. Yeah, from the ground up, from moving the dirt and doing the survey work to, you know, laying the forms and the concrete to painting and handing the keys over to the ministry. It's Mm. called Safe Harbor. Go to safeharbor.org for more information about that ministry. But we'll be announcing just down the road a little bit how you can get involved in that. Eva, you know that you're making a difference. I mean, you're one of 50,000 volunteers, but when you leave a place like Jackson, Tennessee, and you're driving home and you're reflecting back what God is doing, what goes through your mind? Hmm. I think um, it's hard not to cry and think about that. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. I think whenever uh, I get the opportunity to pray uh, in our huddles and the resounding thing that I always always go home with is that God is um, entrusting each one of us and me um, to do his work. He doesn't need us to. He never needs us to do it, but he allows us to participate in it so that we can bear testimony to it, not only to other people, but um, in our own lives. So. I'm always very humbled because I feel so honored and privileged to be able to do uh, what I do. We just need to pause and think about that. If if you're listening to the the broadcast today and something's stirring in your heart, would you just heard Eva say, and you can hear the passion, just the emotion in in her voice, volunteer. Come out and volunteer. Don't think you have to be all that skilled. Now, with the safe houses, it's different. We mentioned that. You need to be skilled, but pray. Pray about getting involved. Pray about donating. Pray about just wrapping your arms around. Think about it. Think about the children in our nation. Think about our grandkids. Think about uh, your cousins and, and, and all those that are were helping being rescued from this horrific, horrific sin that's out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so pray, volunteer, and donate where you can. 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. Go ahead, Eva. I just want to say and remind people that God equips the called. Sometimes he does call the equipped for specific mm. things. But And these mass efforts that we do, like rapid response and rebuilds and the other arms that, that we're developing— God will equip you. All he needs is your servant's heart. And no one wants to waste time, spend time, lose time doing things that are of no value or are uh, ineffectively led or executed. And just just to unplug in for eight days of hope that that it's such a God-led, spirit-led organization, I think that's what keeps people coming back because 
it's always well run. It's always well orchestrated. And I mean that from a, a God perspective. And it's a place where you can come and make a difference, be fully equipped, not only in uh, physical tools and things like that, but by a leadership group mm. that supports each other. And we're all in it together with the sole purpose of giving God glory and giving people hope. So Amen. it's a well-founded, incredible organization. I just put that plug in there. Um, and that's why so many people keep coming back. But yes, volunteer, make a difference. It's a good place to do it. Mm. And you won't be Sorry. Eva Go, one of our volunteer leaders, 180 volunteer leaders that travel the country on a moment's notice, leading 50,000 volunteers. Wow. Not all at the same Woo. time, thank the Lord. But, <laughs> you know, this year already we were in Mayfield, Kentucky with 1,200 volunteers. Then we went to Laplace, Louisiana, mm-hmm. Hurricane Ida rebuild trip with, you know, yes. 1,400 there. And, and, you know, this past week it was amazing what God did with 35 volunteers building a 5,000 square foot facility for free, all in the name of Jesus. All because Amen. want to love and serve the mm-hmm. brokenhearted. Eva, thank you so much for who you are in Jesus. Thank you for, you know, you have a gift to it. Just on me today. You are very articulate, mm-hmm. and um, God, you know, that's another gift that you have, and, and maybe you've recognized it. But uh, thank you so much for sharing your heart. It was, uh, I we could feel that pulse of of yes. your your passion for Jesus and your passion for those who've been rescued. So thank you so much. Father, we just thank, thank you for Eva. We just thank you for who she is in you. Yes. Thank you for her gifts. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, how you used her in Jackson, Tennessee, um, amongst other men and women to build a facility at no charge for a ministry called Scarlet Rope. Father, I just pray a blessing over. Be with yes. her husband, Lord, as mm-hmm. he travels. Sure. And, and, and Lord, I just pray that you, you, you keep that marriage, Lord, uh, centered around you. Bless her family. Bless her, her health, finances. Thank you that she's always there, Father. All, every time I turn around, Lord, mm-hmm. she's always there. Thank you for her willingness to say yes to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Steve and Mike. Mm. Eva, you got 30 seconds. Let's do this. Let's close with your segment. Um, You're going to be like an ad. Try, not try, share with other women uh, about the need. And about half of our volunteers are women at Rebuild Trips and and Rapid Response. But give a a perspective to the women out there about using their gifts either uh, with a nail gun or with uh, in the kitchen or in, you know, working the media or or holding the microphone. But uh, put a plea out there for the women to join 80s of Hope. I would encourage women to get involved in this effort. It's not just for men, but it's for women and it's for youth as well. Yes. It's so important to have all, all aspects covered from the physical building of projects or disaster relief to reaching out to the homeowners. And it's not always women because men are also very passionate about talking to homeowners yes. and the community as well. But many times the, the kind and loving and gentle touch of a woman to a homeowner or to someone just walking by makes a big difference. Mm. And that doesn't mean that's all we're slated to do because we can certainly do the brute labor like nobody's business as well. So I encourage uh, women to get involved. Not only do uh, you learn different things on a project regarding tools and how to build things, if you don't already come with that, those are things that you can actually transfer into your own life as well. I think many of us have gone back to our own homes and DIY projects because of the skills that we've gained. (laughs) But but women are needed across the board Amen. on the site or in the background as well from 
cleaning to admin to in the kitchen. And, and those are open to men as well, of course, but sometimes that's more of attraction for women because they feel like they might not have the rough and tough skill sets of men to come onto a construction site, which is untrue, but it's, it's a myth. So it's a way to kind of bait women in first and no, get them in sure. to realize that there's a place for everyone in all ages. Amen. So, yes, get involved. Come on and bring it. Yes, come on and bring it. Bring come it. meet bring Eva. Men, women, show. I like how you said youth as well because a lot of youth groups travel the country with us That's right. with 80s Hope. Yeah. Eva, God bless you, girl. Thank you for your flexibility and joining us on last minute notice, and we pray you have a great weekend. Mm, Thank yes. you. You guys bless too. You. All Thank right. y'all. Take care. Oh, Eva Go, one of our volunteer leaders from Texas, fat. She used the word fat, F-A-T, faith. Do you remember the other two? I got to get available, available and, and teachable. teachable. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I like that. That was good. So when I saw her in Jackson, I mean, I I saw the scripture verses. We only got a minute left, but I saw the scripture verses written on the on the boards, and and she she had she had a, a, a nailer, a power nailer in her hand, and she was doing the toe boards in between the um okay. uh, the studs mm-hmm. and um it, it was a joy seeing her work uh she smiles all the time uh the other volunteers it just i love watching the team sure. work together mike yeah and i i liked her expression of when you asked her you know why and how and she said restoring hope mm. i mean and that's what this is all about amen. restoring hope and that's what we do amen oh i love it i love it Thank you so much for joining us today. This program is called Hope Reigns. Every Saturday at the same time, we are heard on the station that you're listening to it right now, um, also on our website. Uh, if you are interested in listening to some of the past shows, you can go to 80shope.com, go to our media page, and you can listen to those as well. Again, next weekend, we're going to be in Iowa and in Missouri at um, Rise Fest, which is uh, in the northwestern part of Iowa, Sheldon, Iowa, and then Resound Fest, which is in Bethany, Missouri. So next weekend, we'll have volunteers. Our videos will be showing on the big screens. Come by and say hi to us. Just learn more about the ministry. Um, we've got some giveaways. We've, we've got, uh, I'm wearing one, Mike. Let me see it that. It says Eight Days of Hope, a little uh, bracelet, a rubber bracelet. It says Love and Serve, and it says Eight Days of Hope on it. Oh, so great. come by the booth and say hello. We'll give you a bracelet. We'll love on you a little bit. And uh, maybe share some more God-sized stories from the mission field. How's that? Excellent. And you'd be safe traveling, Steve. There's so much on all of our plates. But, uh, you know, you know, thank God that he's given us an opportunity to serve. Amen. Amen. Uh, again, 8 Days Old Buffalo, July 16th to the 23rd. If you live up in the Northeast, come hang out with us. We're going to do some work in the inner cities. The city of Buffalo right now needs a little boost. And if you are... If you love Jesus, uh, come to Buffalo, hang out. You're going to have a great time. we got some surprises for you. We're going to feed you really good. Again, you can volunteer today at 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com. That's about it for us, Mike, until next week. want to thank some of our partners like New Point Community Church in Ohio, the Chapel in Western New York, Destiny Worship Center in Florida, and there's so many others. Go to 8daysofhope.com and take a look and see who else is doing that. All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.